0: Greetings to you all again, and uh, today I greet you from a favourite place of my life. It's my study, place where I often sit and prepare and read and study and pray. Pray for you, and often think about you from this place and. I'd been sitting here today earlier, thinking about where in Matthew we should be going for our next week's message, and, and in that moment of thinking about a message, I thought about you and I thought about the people of King's City, and, and so I want to ask you to please give some time just to listen and to watch this, because I really feel that God has kind of interrupted my thinking a bit. I thought about the idea of sending you a message that says, "Save the date." We're going to be meeting again at such and such a time. And I realized, well, it's not going to happen Uh, because we don't know when that could be possible. And in that moment of considering saving the date, I felt this prompting in my spirit that God says, talk about saving the day. I thought, gee, that's an interesting one. I didn't really know what that actually would mean. But I felt God said to me, don't look for a moment to, to get together only, but look for a lifestyle that would actually use the opportunity every day to make the most of such a day. And so when I thought about this, man, I, I went to this idiom. There's, a, there's an actual idiom called save the day. And um, it really means to make a bad situation end successfully. And so this is what I believe God wants to, to speak to us about, is to make certain choices every day, Um, that would save the day, the day that we're going into, turning a potential bad situation into something good so that each day would count for Him. I really feel that God wants us to live for Him every day and that we need to make choices to save that day for His purposes and for His good. And so I I do understand that we're living in a a very interesting time. We're just hearing more and more about people that are being tested positively for COVID. We hear about more and more people that are simply just falling ill and, and just battling. It's cold, it's winter, and all the flus are around. we we also hearing about people that are seriously challenged with unemployment and finding jobs and, and financial pressure on people. And, and so that's a major thing. We, we're hearing about people that are relationally challenged. So nothing is new in a sense. It's stuff that we always go through. Uh, and at the same time, we we just know that there are even people that are under pressure to make a decision about being vaccinated or not. And there's a lot of discussion about that. So, so many things happening at this time, causing a lot of strain. And I believe God wants us to make quality decisions, quality choices that will save the day. And so, hence, this, this talk today is about saving the day. And, and so, I want to take you to three portions of Scripture, just quickly. That, that each have the word day or today in it. And, and each has the, the 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 challenge for us to make a a decision to make a choice. And so we're going to look at three of those together today. And and hopefully, out of this discussion, we're going to be more intentional about saving the day, and not in a physical sense, but making the most of each day through the choices we make. So the first one is is where Moses Moses is about to to die. And the people are, are about to go into the promised land. And he says to them in Deuteronomy 30 um, and verse 19, it says, I call heaven and earth is talking on behalf of God. I call heaven and earth to witness against you today that I've said before you. God is saying, I've said before you life and death, blessing and curse. Therefore, choose life that you and your offspring may live. We save the day, may I say that, ladies and gentlemen, by choosing life for ourselves and also for our children. We choose life by choosing God. So that's that's the first and and probably the most important decision that we need to make to save our day, to tend to to turn a potentially bad situation into a good one by choosing God. The, the second verse I want you to consider with me is in in Psalms hundred and. And uh, 18 and verse 24, it says the following. In that, it says a well known verse that we have come across many times. It's, it says, This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. In other words, saving the day here is by choosing to rejoice in God, choosing, choosing to be thankful before God, and saying, This is the day that God has made for me. I will rejoice in it. I will be thankful. For whatever I can find to be thankful for and rejoice in Him. The last verse that we're going to be looking at. And we're going to be going back to these verses. um, Is in Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 7. It says the following. Therefore as the Holy Spirit says. Today if you hear His voice. Do not harden your hearts as in the day. As in the rebellion. On the day of testing in the wilderness. When your fathers put me to the test and saw my words for 40 years. Here we save the day by by choosing to soften our hearts. We wake up and the heart is hardened against God. We're going to see that in the day. We're going to feel it. But we save the day by by softening. And, And the quote here is from Psalm 94 that refers to the children of Israel testing God. And challenging his authority by rebelling against him in the wilderness. And and because of that rebellion, they failed to enter into the promised land and the land of milk and honey. and, And instead they perished in the wilderness. That's something that we want to miss out on, on God's promises and God's goodness for us. But it is conditional. It's the choices we make that enable us to go in or to remain behind. And softening our hearts, therefore, a choice that we make. Allows the truth of God through the word to enter into our hearts. The truth of his word into the way we live. Because we apply it then. And and it enables us to benefit from it. So in a sense, this is kind of like a promised land. We choose to obey this. And as we do, we benefit from the fruit of the promised land. If we don't, we harden our hearts, then obviously we miss out. And so I just want to share with you some important principles about about this whole thing of choosing and choices that we make. And so the first thing is that we are free to choose. <laughs> we are free to... We've been given this incredible freedom from God. It's a wonderful gift to make the choices that we feel we want to make. So nobody is forcing you to do a certain thing. God is just saying that you have the freedom to choose whatever you want to choose. The second thing I want to say... Is that we are not free to not choose. You have to choose. <laughs> to decide not to choose or to make a decision is a choice in itself. To decide not to choose the good that God has for us is obviously also a choice. And it is a choice then for evil and for death. You, you read that in Deuteronomy 30 verse 15. It says if you, you have the choice between life and death. Between evil and good. And if you choose the one, that's what you will have. And, and I want to say that we can't say that we don't have to choose either. That is a choice in itself. You can't say, well, I've got these two options and I, uh, I don't know which one to choose. No, if you don't choose this one, you've chosen that one. There's no neutral place in the midst of these choices we make. Matthew 12 verse 30, Jesus says this very clearly. uh, Whoever's not with me or not for me is against me. And so in that, he's saying, well, you're either for me or you're against me. You can't be in the middle. So choice is, where will you be? And, And so it's not just a choice of, I want to serve, I want to go to heaven and therefore I accept him as my Lord and Savior. It is a daily choice that we make against good and evil against life and death. And we've got to make that choice. And if we don't choose Him, we're actually working against Him. Because it says in Matthew 12, 30, if, if, you, if you don't come with Him, you're actually not gathering as what He is. He's gathering people into the kingdom. You're actually scattering. You're, you're going against what He has for us. And so that is a choice. That's, that's the reality of, of choosing not Him and going against Him. And so we have to make a choice. And today, to save the day, requires of each one of us to make such a choice and the right one. And I pray that we will daily make these choices. And particularly in this moment that we're in, we, we can't meet, we can't talk to each other regularly about the things of God. But we still can make choices and we still need to make the right choices. There's no neutral gun. You've got to make a call. You've got to choose. You've got to choose life. I pray. The third thing about choices, I want to say, is we are not free to choose the consequences of our choices. If you've chosen for something, the consequences of that will be certain things. If you you want to change the consequences, then change the decision you make. You can't say, well, if I choose not to go with God, I don't want to have the consequences of that in my life. We can't choose this. We choose that and we live with the consequences. And if we don't want that, then obviously we've got to change our decision. We are absolutely free to choose today how we want to live, but we are not free to live outside of the effects of our choices. Whatever we sow, we will reap. We can't change that rule. God says today, we need to choose him and live under the fruit of that choice. But if we don't even, if we don't, then we are not exempt from the consequences of the choice. So, God doesn't say, you have to choose me. He says, I want you to choose me. But if you don't choose me, you are not exempt from the consequences of that choice. You're going to have to live with that. And the reality is that the Bible says, you and your offspring will have to live with that choice. We must understand, folks, that the effects of our choices before God, that free choice we make, is something we will, and our offspring, will live with for the rest of our lives. And we can repent of wrong choices for sure. And we can be set free of of those wrong choices that we made and the the consequences rather of those wrong choices. But why not pursue the right choices every day to save the day as we said. We cannot also wait for an ideal moment to arrive before we start to to function as a people um, God wants us to be. We've got to do that now. That's why I say saving the date is not the issue. <laughs> oh, one day we will hopefully be together again. And, and that'll be so cool. And, and we would love that. And it'll be absolutely wonderful. But, but until then, we've got to choose the godly things for every day. And I pray that God will help us with that. Today, therefore, um, this moment that we have at our disposal, today, as we have seen in these verses, we need to choose certain things. Because if we don't, it brings with it certain consequences. And we don't want to live with a fear fact that it says, hey, be warned if you don't. We want to say, please come along and choose the right things. Choose God. Choose um, humility before Him. Choose obedience. Choose to rejoice before Him. But the reality is if we don't choose that, then there are certain consequences. And we see that the, the consequences from these verses are found in, in, in each one of them, it's in Deuteronomy 30, verse 18. We, we see that the consequences of this particular, um, in this particular context, context is this following. It says, I declare to you today. Now, if you don't choose this, if I quickly just paraphrase. It says, then you shall surely perish. And Moses was saying this to the Israelites. You shall not live long in the land that you are going over the Jordan to enter and possess. Even if you go over, he says, if you continue to choose against God, you will not live long. You may even cross the, the, the Jordan and have, you know, see in front of you the beautiful promised land. But if you choose against God, you will not live long. Joshua said the same to his people when he approached them at the end of his life. He says, guys, if you, if you want to live well and, and enjoy, I've made up my mind. He said, for me and my wife, my family, we will serve the Lord. But you've got to choose. And if you don't choose God, then there will be certain consequences. The reality Jesus also gave us this in John. And if I'm going to quickly just take you there, that it's this beautiful portion in John 3 where um, we know the well known verse, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave. But in John 3, verse 18, two verses later, it says the following Whoever believes in him is not condemned. Choice made. I believe in him. I'm not condemned. But whoever does not believe, that's a choice is condemned already because he has not believed a choice is made in the name of the only Son of God. So, John, yeah, Jesus confirms it, that that whenever we turn our hearts against God, there's a consequence. And I pray that if there's anything in your heart currently that says you have chosen the wrong way, that you'll repent and say, God, please forgive me, I turn back and I make the right choice. Even in Psalm 118 verse 24 where it says rejoice um, in this day because God has given us this day. This is his day and we need to rejoice in it. I believe that not rejoicing or not being thankful is obviously a decision that we make. It's a like, well, I don't want to thank God. I don't want to thank people. It's a choice. And, and that choice, unfortunately, is a sin. Paul writes this in, in 2 Timothy and in, in verses 3. He mentions a couple of strong things that um, I don't think we want to associate ourselves with. For instance, he says, 2 Timothy 3 verses 1 to 5. He says, in the last days there will be times of difficulty. And he says, people will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents. Not great stuff. He carries on. I'm going to skip this one. It says he's... That people will be unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, treacherous, reckless, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God. And tucked in the middle of this, which I haven't read yet, is this word. He says, those people will be ungrateful. And so, before we think unthankfulness is not a big deal, we're going to see that it's tucked into the middle of so many other things that are, Clearly, outright sinful things. And so, the consequence of being ungrateful or, or not being thankful is that we're actually sinning. And that is turning against God. And there is a consequence for that. God says, I can't bless disobedience. So, we're praying and we're pleading God for His blessing. But over here, I'm th- unthankful. I'm not rejoicing. I'm not saving the day through my thankfulness to him. The last verse that we've looked at is Hebrews chapter 3 and verse 7. And, and the writer of the book here reminds the reader of the sad time when Israel refused to listen to God. Hardness, eh? Hey? Hardness. Choice they make. And the consequences of that was that they were left out of the promised land. In other words, he's implying that this is still relevant for us today. That we still can refuse to soften our hearts. And not listen to God. In actual fact, he says in verse 12, two words, take care, people. And, and so I want to say saving the day means that we take care and look at the condition of our hearts and say, Is there any hardness and, 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 uh, and a stubbornness in my heart against God? Because that actually will not save the day. It will really ruin the day. And so maybe if your life is in ruins at the moment, just go back to the simple choices that you need to make. Choices that have had consequences in your life, pray to God and ask Him to forgive you and let Him set you free from that. So f- finally, I just want to say to you, I love you So hey? You've got to know this. And I'm, and I'm, in a sense, pleading with you today. Please make the right choices. Choose God and everything that goes with that. Choose, choose thankfulness to Him. Take every opportunity there is to be thankful. Choose obedience. Would you... Don't harden your heart against God. Don't harden your heart against the Word. Make time for it. Make time for it. One of the things that we that we can um, kind of define a hardness to the Word of God is not opening the Word of the Lord. So please open it, study it. If you needed help in any of these areas, if you need to talk to somebody about where you are currently, about wrong choices that you've made and and, and as a result suffering from, please speak to us. Please make contact with the elders or through the church office. Please make contact with, uh, with us so that we can help you. And let us help one another to save the day through the right choices we make. Love you so much. God bless you. Stay safe. Stay healthy and keep on making the right choices. Have a great day.